Me alright? My name's Paul, I've got autism, and I make random videos based on my version of autism and the way my head works, and I stick the videos on the internet in case you fancy giving them a watch. Um, I've got a few things to apologise for before we move on. Uh, the first one is, if I look more dishevelled than usual, there's a reason, and it's kind of the topic of the video, but I'll talk about that, you know, because I never wear a white t-shirt where I can be seen by human beings. Uh, probably because I'm fat, uh, you know, black hides it better, but um, I'm just not, I would never usually wear, when have I ever wore a white t-shirt when I do these? Um, th another thing is the sound might be different because I still, I've still not got my PC back, still in for repair, you know, so this is going to be another week where I don't recharge and another weekend where I don't get to shut off properly and that's, it just doesn't bode well for the week coming. Um, and the third thing is I might not be as coherent as usual. Not if you can call me coherent usually, but that's because of what's happened and how I'm feeling. But what I don't want to do is try to master the video, you know, like try and rinse and repeat, constantly press record until I come across the right way because the right way is the genuine way, even if it doesn't look good. So I'm just not going to do the video again, is what I'm saying. So what you get, if it's choppy, changey, weird, if I lose my train of thought, that's just going to have to be the way it is because it's relevant to the video. So I've been asked a lot since I started doing this channel if I'd hit some of the more common themes, if you can call it that, in autism and uh, a couple of the big ones are meltdowns and shutdowns. Now, I know some people call it the same thing, depending on where you're from. But to me, meltdowns and shutdowns are two different things. You know, a meltdown for me is an overload of my environment with no escape. Um, and a shutdown is when I have no coins left. I'm spent. I have nothing left to give, but I have to give more. And I just stop. And I have to hope I can recharge again. So for me, meltdowns and shutdowns are two very different things. And I don't like to do a video unless I'm feeling the topic, if that makes sense. So like I couldn't just do a, a video on, I don't know, echolalia, however you pronounce it, if I've not had an issue with it at that time. You know, I have to have a feeling to do with the video. It has to make sense to me that way. Otherwise, I'm just throwing a bunch of words together and hoping for the best. So I didn't do a video on meltdowns or shutdowns because I've not really had one that's been of a certain magnitude for me to do. But <laughs> luckily for you and very unluckily for me, this week I had a, a mini meltdown. So what I want to do is I want to tell you why figure out sort of the brewing process to how it, you know, came to be, how it came out and how I feel now, because that bit is, for me, the most important bit. So, story time. My friends gather around and will uh, <laughs> pick my brain apart as to how it fell to pieces. But um, this week, I went away. So I was working away from home. I was away for 
Monday evening, Tuesday evening, Wednesday evening, and returned Thursday evening. And I went down south a bit to um, to do a course as part of work. And you know, at this you've got to remember, I, I don't know the people I was going on a course with. I don't know the area very well because I, it's not it's not somewhere I've been to. I've only been there once or twice in my entire life. Um, so as much as I'm familiar with a couple of people who were on the course, the rest I've never met. I've never even spoke to, and there was more of them than there was of me. So I had to have in my mind, right? Well, you're meeting new people. You've got to, You can't just be the same way you are with other people. So I had this going on in my mind. Uh, the hotel that I was staying in wasn't one of my usual hotels. It wasn't like the Premier Inn. You know, where you go in most of them in the country and they just look exactly the same. They've usually got the same place to eat with the same menu, same, same, same. So that's all right for me. I can, I don't have to think, I don't have to worry um, about, you know, the changes and just is what it is. But this place wasn't a chain of hotels. It was like, it's a standalone hotel. So I'd never heard of it, didn't know of it. Um, and then there's obviously doing the course and I... My brain's like a coffee filter. That's what I tell people. It's like, look, you give me a lump of information that sits in my mind on the coffee filter and it slowly, slowly, slowly trickles through. So what you want me to learn in three days, it might fall through in three weeks, three months, and it'll come through, but it's when it wants to come through. But it's a very slow trickle to a process to retain. Uh, so I had that worry because I knew there was going to be exams um, coming up in the in the course. So, you know, it, I got down there. Um, I went across to this pub where with with a, with one of the people I already know, and we were just going to get some food. And there was someone else in there who I've never met, and I met them, and that was okay. And then the boss came, and you know, I already know the boss, so that was nice to see him. And it was quite low key. Had a couple of alcoholic beverages and I had something to eat went back to the room like to get a good night's sleep for the course the next day and and the point the reason I'm telling you the story is because I'm kind of like giving you in a like I'm a phone battery you know at that point you know when I left the house that day I wasn't fully charged you know I'd not had the weekend it's, you know my, my PC's in for repair my special interest the last video that's and I haven't got it so that gives me my recharge and my recharge wasn't given so I was already not at 100% I was more like 70 65% at this point um so I get back to the hotel for a good night's sleep and seagulls seem to have occupied this town city seem to have occupied this city even though it's not near the sea and they just went to town all night with noise. And I've told you before, I don't sleep very well. At the best of time, I need pitch black, you know, and deathly silence to sleep. And the bed was comfy enough, but I couldn't sleep because of the noise. And I got tissue and I stuffed that in my ears, hoping for the best. That didn't make a difference. And so when I went to the first day, I'm going to head office for the course. I am absolutely knackered. I'm meeting more new people. I've got to start and sit on a course. There's always worry about where you sit and who you sit next to and, you know, just weird stuff that I'm probably one of the only people in the room who was thinking about this. Um, you know, the freedom to go on breaks, how often are breaks, wondering how I can just, just, 
I was feeling restricted because I've not had my recharge. I'm very tired. My battery, my personal battery is now depleting quite quick. And it's only the first day and I can feel it. So I'm worried about that. And then we start doing the course. And as I'm sat there, I'm realizing that there's just no structure to the course. He's not gone through an itinerary. He didn't bring anything up on the screen and go, right, day one, we'll be covering this, this, this. We'll be having breaks here, here, and here. And we'll go for lunch at this time and it'll be for X amount. He sort of didn't hit the things that I do when I train. You know, I like to tell people what they're learning about, when they're learning about it, how often we're going to have breaks, for how long. And for me, it just gives people a bit more of a comfortability because you never, because you get to a point when you're training. Oh, you sat on training and you just start looking at the clock, you know, like I've been doing this now for an hour and a half. How, how long are we going to do this? Um, and you get death by death by PowerPoint. As someone pointed out on the course, as he just carried on <laughs> into the afternoon of the first day. So the first day was sort of done and it was like, right, I'm not sure. Cause he kept telling personal stories and I do that. I tell personal stories when I train, but every personal story I tell, it's to drive home the point I'm making. Because for me, if you tell a personal story, people relate better than just being given a bunch of information that's unemotional. If you attach emotion to it, it helps people remember it better, I find. But he was just telling stories, and I'm sat there thinking, is this something I need to remember? Are you, is there a point to this story, or are you just telling a story? You know, is the learning in there or is the learning coming? And by the end of the first day, I came away with nothing except frustration because I didn't know what I needed to learn versus these personal stories. I was tired because of not sleeping the night before. I was quite spent anyway because of the lack of recharge on a weekend and meeting new people. And and don't get me wrong, all the new people I met were great people. You know, it was it made such a difference. There was no bad eggs in the, in the box. They were all really nice, um, which has helped now build that little relationship for when I need to phone them in the future. I've already met them and that's good. And I, I appreciate and understand that. But I'd already been out the night before when I arrived for food. And then everybody gets together when you work away and you're, al you're always alone. So when you then come together in a group, it, it's good for the, you know, breaking it down a bit. And But I was tired. I was confused i was not doing very well and it come you know we, we get back to the hotel about five and people are like right six o'clock let's meet and eat so it was, and the hotel wasn't doing food which again was a problem for me because i don't like using my own money when i'm away like because of who i work for and the type of industry i'm in and the size of the company they're usually signed up to a travel company called click travel and what you do through that is you sign in, you find where you want to stay, and the link will either be green, amber, or red. So you can stay where is green. You can look at amber if there's no greens, but reds are a no-go. You have to speak to your boss. And then there's selections within there, and it can say, like, uh, you want breakfast covered, you want your meal in the evening covered. And places like the Premier Inn, it's, it's right there, and it's really easy to do. So you never have to spend your own money, and you get a meal allowance. You can use up to that amount and all is well. But the place we're staying wasn't doing evening food and doesn't do evening food, which is unusual. So we all had to find somewhere to eat. And some people wanted to start in a pub, have a couple of drinks and then go and find somewhere to eat. 
And, you know, I went and it was okay. And then we found a curry house, went for a curry. That was fine. And then went back to the room and I got a pretty good sleep that night because I was exhausted. But then the next day came around back on the course, sort of a rinse and repeat, you know, for, through the day of not understanding what, whether I needed to learn his personal stories or whether I needed to learn what he was going backwards and forwards for. And also because of the type of course, it was very, there's a, now I've seen the course, I believe there's a better pattern to do for the course. It's kind of like if you were doing a course on how to build a house, you wouldn't, you know, what, what you would do is you would talk about digging the ground out. You talk about laying a correct foundation and you talk about building the house up to the roof and then putting the roof on as sort of your final touch. But this this was more, you know, oh yeah, you can dig the ground out and then the windows you'll need and then these doors. Oh, and then what we'll do is we'll put a floor on, uh, the roof, um, and then if you're airing cupboard and it's sort of like, instead of counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, it was one, two, seven, three, four, ten. It just was done in a different order that I would have done. So the the pattern that could be established, because I'm a pattern man, I need to find a pattern and a sequence in everything. And I couldn't grasp it. So because it was a three-day course, by the end of the second day, knowing two tests were coming the next day and I needed to gather information for a risk assessment, which I've got to supply, I thought, I still haven't learned anything. <laughs> I can't grasp any any ring that I need to get hold of. Uh, so I was starting to feel frustrated. I was starting to feel the toll of being around people nearly for every second. Well, for every second I was awake, I was around someone and I need my solitude. I need my space. But because it was, you know, new company, new people, that's where the difference comes in when you're a typical people. And me, for me, it's normal for me to say, I'm not socializing anymore and I will just see you in the morning. You know, because I know why I need to do that. But for other people who are social creatures, I would look like I was being unsociable and rude or ignorant or I'm just not a, I'm an approachable person. And I don't want to come across that way. So I sort of had to brave it, force myself through. And, you know, even though everyone was nice and the conversations were fine, it's the point that it's not natural to me. So it spends my coins. It, drains me out. So my battery by the end of the second day was, I was like down to 25%. And it's like, I need the rest of the 25. And I needed more than that because of worrying about tests. So I didn't sleep when I went back to the hotel very well. You know, and I'd, I'd got earplugs by this point to uh, wipe the seagull noise out. I just went to reception and said, I either want you to give me some earplugs or a gun. Because <laughs> I was either going to wear earplugs or start shooting seagulls. So I was just exhausted. But by this point, like I say, my battery was lower than it needed to be. And when I know I haven't got that much left in me, it starts to worry me, which drains my battery more. So the day comes around and it was like, right, everybody, um, we'll do one of the exams now. Because again, there's no structure. So it's like, oh, right, okay, my brain's not even woke up yet, but I guess we're doing an exam. Um, you know, and I did speak to him the day before about it. I was like, look, I, you know, the the fixed times that you're given to do an exam, I need longer. And I am allowed longer because of the autism. I'm allowed about 25% longer, I think. Don't quote me on that, but I know I'm allowed longer. Um, and he was like, no, no, don't worry about it. You know, and he was, he was very good about it. He was a nice guy, but I just didn't 
find the structure in his training. Um, and it was open book, so you could flick backwards and forwards. But the problem is there was about 500 pages in this book. This wasn't like a 40-page document where you could, you know, quick scan each uh, paragraph for a word to catch your eye and you'd read that part. There was just, it was too much. And because there wasn't logical design to the course and the co- the books represented the course, it was hard to follow a pattern. So we did the first exam and I don't think I did the best on it. There's like a fine line whether I passed the first exam or I didn't. So that drained a lot of my battery because I didn't feel confident. I never feel confident going into them. Um, you know, and then it came around for dinner and we'd done a couple of other things. That was fine. He kind of rushed the last bit of the course because he was behind. So it was very onto the next, onto the next, onto the next. And there was no pictures or there wasn't a lot of range in his PowerPoint. There wasn't animation. There wasn't videos to show. So the course was very same, 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 which again is hard. But here is where it gets horrible. So I don't meltdown in front of anyone. I have probably had a meltdown in front of other human beings once in the past 10 years. So you can imagine from that, I'm not a very, I'm not very public with doing it. I avoid it at all costs. I, you know, I think I mentioned in the last video or one of my videos, if you if you made an artistic everyman documentary, you'd see me in a field screaming <laughs> with cows looking at me like, what is he doing? You know, I'm that guy. I'm the, I'm, I'm the one who takes himself away. I, you know, if, if I was going to scream in a pillow, that's probably what I'd do. So make sure the noise is at a minimum for anyone else. Nobody else sees it because I can't do things publicly, no matter how bad I'm feeling, because I don't want eyes on me. But the problem is it got to the last exam, which was at the last point in the last day of the afternoon. My battery was maybe at 2%, if that. And I opened the sheet to see the first set of questions and my battery, my, my internal coping mechanism that the battery is attached to turned off. So I was in fight or flight mode. I was ready to explode. I was my, I felt my face turn off like it was on fire. Like it was a fire behind my skin. So, it, you know, it was like my face was glowing red. I started to get hot, sweaty. And I just looked at the sheet and I knew none of the answers because I'd hit the wall and the meltdown came. So I'm flicking through the book and what happens because, and I've told you before, but I can't, I can't look, I I can't read a book. I can read, but I can't read a book because it's just printed words in a font at a certain size on a piece of paper. I absolutely cannot absorb it. I can't take the story. I've said before, I would like to be someone who could read books. I would love to go away on a holiday and have nothing to do but read a book. The idea is lovely. People who say, you know, the the film is better than the book. I've never felt that because I don't see a story out of a book. So I'm, I have a lot of difficulty lifting information off a page and retaining it which is why it's fortunate that I'm a learn by doing type of person because at least I've got a way to learn. 
but all the course was designed in a way that is absolutely not beneficial to the way I learn. So I'm read, I'm flicking through these pages, and even though I'd put coloured tabs down every what I thought was a logical way of covering the book, I would read the page where the answer should be, and I couldn't see it. So I instantly started getting very fight or flight. I started getting very reactive, and the reactions started making me vocal. And I kept it, I kept it as calm as I could but I could feel myself getting irritated and I could see people every now and again sort of looking up while they were doing their exam, looking at me. Bear in mind, these are people I don't know. I've only met them a couple of days, still very new to the company. And they're witnessing me struggle. And I've been quite open. I've walked in there and I'm loud and proud. I'm telling everybody I'm autistic. You know, I'm I'm, I'm telling them about this, which is something I've always kept quite quiet to let people know that, you know, just to just to remove anything that I usually keep a bit of a secret to be quite open about who I am because I've never had the opportunity to really do it. And then people started finishing the exam and let's say there was 30 questions in there. I was still on about question six when people were finishing. And the second two or three people had gone, I just threw the paper down. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't see the answers. I can't, I don't know what I'm looking for. And I really started losing it, but I could feel myself telling myself, stop it. You know, this is not the place, Paul, please hold it in. But I knew I had to travel with someone for two hours or, you know, as well afterwards to get home. And I had nowhere to go. I wasn't allowed back in the hotel because I checked out. I don't know the area. There's nowhere I can escape to. And I have to do this exam. And I just, I lost it. And I was feeling... I think the best way to explain it is because I was completely spent and I had nothing left and I just saw words on a page that couldn't absorb into my mind. I couldn't make sense of words I was reading. I couldn't see a single answer. Everything I'd listened to over three days, not 1% of it was in there because it was all sat on top of that coffee filter of a, of a, of a mind I've got where it has to you know digest, percolate, filter through all those sorts of things. And... um. I I just, it, it was horrible because people were trying to be nice because they could see I was losing it a bit. And, um, you know, they, they've got a lasting memory of me now doing that, of me sort of having a bit of a raised voice at the tutor, just saying, look, I can't see it. how much is the retest and when can I do it? Because I, I can't do this right now. I cannot do this. You know, I need space. I need to be away from all this. I need the time restriction removing. I need, even though he was, Decent on the time restriction, I will say that. But I was around other people and I was panicking and I was stressing and I burnt my mind out, worrying. I had nothing left for my coping mechanism. I was in full fight or flight. I wanted to run away. And, you know, the little things, he was saying things like, do you want to go outside, just have a walk? You know, you can come back when you're calm. It's like, I appreciate that. But if I could calm down that quick, this wouldn't be a problem. You know, like, and and basically what I'm trying to say is I I had got to a point where I wasn't doing very well. I wasn't doing good sat there. And I'd let it I let it be known and I know I've failed that second exam. So that's not a nice feeling, but it's what's happened. You know, I mean he's he's got to mark it and I've got to do another piece of work to go along with these exams, but that second one I've I've failed. And it's a horrible feeling because 
I'm sure the information is in these books or these pages that he gave, but I couldn't see it because I'd hit a wall, you know? So now I'm sat here, you know, and like, like I've just said there, I can't just go for a walk and feel all right. I now, I'm, I'm wondering how I'm going to go into next week. I've been exposed. People have seen me shout a little bit. I didn't scream, but I was very animated. I was very eyebrows down and very hands, you know, very, this is ridiculous. How am I supposed to do this? And I just, I didn't, I didn't come across well at all. So I'm a lasting memory for a lot of people who don't know me as someone who's temperamental, emotional, whatever. But I can't now do as the trainer said in his, in his mind, you know, just, just go for a walk, take five minutes, nip to the toilet, get a drink, come back, pick it back up. It's not a problem. You know, that is a lack of understanding on his behalf, but it's not his fault if he doesn't know about autism and he hasn't got it himself and might not know anybody with it. But what it does now is I'll go into the weekend where I would need my retreat, get on the PC, load up football manager, watch things on the other screen, be have the freedom to do what I want, pick it up and drop it, have an interest in something, leave it without saying goodbye, you know, not needing the emotion attachment to anything because I'm the... I'm the ruler of my kingdom through my PC. And hopefully come around Monday, start to feel a bit better. But I haven't got my PC. Now I feel very tired. I feel not embarrassed, but I feel a bit ashamed of myself for letting me fall to bits a little bit in an environment where, you know, like right now I feel a little bit better where I can say, you know, it's free to do the retest. I can do the retest as many times as I want. Let's just, I, I hit a wall, forget it. I'll do it again in the future. But because of how much it affected me, it's like, I don't want to do it at all. You know, that's that's the way my mind says, but I know I've got to do it. I've got to pass and, you know, I. but now I just feel tired. I feel a, a bit ashamed of myself for letting myself get like that. I feel there was a lot of things which, could have changed, you know, like if I stayed in a hotel, I know, but I was out of control of booking the place. Um, it was just too much. It was too much in a short space of time with a lot attached to it too. I never got space. I never got my time. I never got time to recharge. I tried to live how everybody else wants you to live for those three days and it just proved it's not my design. And I'll go into the weekend begging for the recharge, I don't have my, my recharge tool. I haven't got the computer. So I'm, I'm worried now of how I'm supposed to recharge that battery, which is fully gone. You know, today is a, is a work day and I'm on a break at the time I'm doing this, you know, I'm on my dinner. Um, but you know, like today has been really difficult. I've responded to emails. I've had a quick meeting. Um, I've got a meeting this afternoon. And um, I've got I've got to have a chat with someone as well. And so luckily it's not a heavy day. But I'm just not sure how I'm supposed to get over this now. You know, like there was a couple of nice guys and it's like, I feel I've got to reach out to them and say, look, how you saw me on Friday isn't how I am. I just got burnt. It's kind of like I owe people an explanation, but I also know I don't need to give them one. So that's where I caused that problem within myself then of, am I right? Should I, should I do that? Should I not do that? You know, they, they might not even think about it, but I'm thinking about it. Do they now think I'm this guy and I'm not that guy? And I'm just arguing with myself and I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to have come across and give a bad impression of myself. 
Um, so I'm just, I'm at a bit of a loss. I feel, I feel a bit disappointed in myself. I feel a bit angry that it had to come out, that I couldn't keep a lid on it. I thought I was, I thought it was, I thought I had it. I thought it was bigger than that at, at this point in my life. I thought I had a better handle on myself. So it also showed me that I'm not very uh, in control of myself when it comes to that, which has made me feel quite bad in myself. Because, you know, every day you try and learn, every, t- every day you try and build on yourself, every day you try and become a bit better than the day you, you were the day before. And I feel like I've regressed a lot because of how I, how I reacted. And, you know, I had a mini meltdown um, in there because of a combination of too many mixtures of the socializing, the lack of sleep, the trying to learn, the meeting new people, the going to head office every day. Seagulls, you know, just it's like you've poured all those elements into a pot and they all react and it's going to cause a, you know, bubbling over if you pour too much in and I had too much poured in and it bubbled over, um, which then affected me quite badly. So I've had a mini meltdown and I've got to recover from that and I don't have the tools available to me to recover. So it's going to be interesting over this weekend, but I wanted to share it and I'm sorry if the point isn't there because my mind's a bit scrambled, but you know, I know what I was trying to say, and I hope you understand what I'm trying to say too. Um, but anyway, until next time, thanks for watching and keep smiling.